0: and welcome to a very special edition of the GoCast podcast it's another interview this time with ar photographer bilingual resident of mexico although he has been to chicago because you know it's the nexus of pokemon go live events i suppose hello pogo he goes by on the internet hello pelo how are you
1: good thank you nice to meet you chris
0: Nice to have you here. I'm very excited to dig into this and talk about you and your content and all that good stuff. So uh first things first, who are you? Aside from your name, obviously, which we've already covered, (laughs) and what do you do in relation to Pokemon Go? Just kind of a a broad, vague elevator pitch, if you would.
1: Okay, so I'm uh my friends call me Pelo. I basically play Pokemon Go since release. I love it. And once AR Plus was pushed out i i took a chance started making a uh, air photography in instagram and i love it i do it every time i travel i travel with it i have a lot of fun that's me
0: that's awesome. Okay, so really quick before we do get into some nitty gritty stuff, I do want to stop and say congratulations on a recent huge milestone that you've reached on your Instagram account fifteen thousand. I saw it today fifteen point one thousand followers on Instagram. That is incredible. Congratulations!
1: Thank you so much. I'm really humbled because uh, when I started, I thought I would never surpass my personal account, which was like four hundred followers, and oh, right wow. now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm incredibly amazed. Now, yeah. yeah, I I can't believe it honestly, and I'm proud to say uh, I've achieved being number one in the world of something. <laughs> Maybe not what my parents uh, thought about, but I love it. I I really enjoy it. I love uh, whoever follows me and messaging me, and I always try to reply to all messages and stuff. And I really have a lot of fun with it. So I think when you have fun with something, people notice, and they uh, come tangle along. Have fun too.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, I couldn't. I could not agree more. Um, well, welcome, welcome to the interview and in the podcast format. I'm I'm happy to have you. Uh, AR photography royalty, as it were. <laughs> all right. So, uh, be, before we talk about AR photography, because I do want to touch on uh, a bunch of points about that. Some some basic groundwork here. What what team are you in? Pokemon Go? Mystic, of course. Uh uh-huh, Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> We can agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> um, and then, aside from uh, AR Plus yeah. or Go Snapshot, rather, yeah. what is your favorite aspect of the game?
1: I think um, Pokédex uh, entries, searching for all those rare guys, rare boys, and mm-hmm. uh, those shiny boys. I love uh shinies too. So I thought at the beginning when shinies were released, I thought it was impossible. Little by little, my my girlfriend started telling me, "I'm collecting shinies. I'm going to do it." And she started doing it she was good at it and I was like wow she plays much less than I do I might start doing it too you know <laughs> and um, yeah mainly shiny hunt and look for um, Pokedex entries that's, that's, that's it for me
0: cool cool cool, cool. Uh, well speaking of other things aside from AR photography uh, is Pokemon Go your first game and if not where does your journey with Pokemon begin whether it be Game Boy games or, or what have you
1: Pokemon Go is not my first game. It's definitely the f- the first game I in Pokemon I really, really, really play a lot. I started when I was, I don't know, four or five years old. My dad came from Travels and he brought me a purple Game Boy Advance, which I still keep, and a nice. copy of Gold, which I still keep. And, uh, of course, the battery died, so I don't have my Pokemon. I can't look in it, oh, into no. it Yeah, sadly. Uh. I can't look into it anymore, but... um.
0: It's Um, like that, uh, it's like that philosopher's argument about Schrodinger's cat, right? They're not really gone (laughs) if you don't look in the cartridge and confirm that they're gone. Right. Yeah. Of course. But, um,
1: yeah. And I didn't get to finish that or Fire Red, which I also, also got as a gift because I wasn't too intelligent at video games and, um, I always got stuck in the Snorlax part. I couldn't wake him up.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. uh,
1: I was a little kid, like I was too young. I didn't have anyone that played around. And uh, before, when we didn't have internet, so accessible, it was hard to look for a guide, you know? And, and more in Mexico, when it was more of a closed economy, we didn't get guides in books or whatever from the U.S. You had to buy the game in the U.S., bring it to Mexico. It's uh, really a cultural stuff. and uh, But yeah, it's a lot of people here in Mexico got to uh, have a lot of fun with the game when they came into communities. And then uh when I saw Pokemon Go come out, of course I was like, I gotta make my dream come true, you know. I always collected these uh Tommy Pokemon toys when I was little and um mm-hmm. I love the creatures. I was like I gotta I gotta do it right. I gotta walk it out and nothing's gonna stop me because <laughs> now I'm a twenty something year old guy, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Playing this game as an adult with, you know, uh, mobility and and some uh, some spending money is really the that's the dream. Right, yeah. <laughs> really yeah, yeah. adds a new level, yeah, to the, to the game. Okay, you you did mention that that you're from Mexico, um, and I know that travel is one of the big things about you and your channel and your AR photography and stuff. uh Could you give me just a quick rundown of the sorts of places you've visited, uh, and and which one was your favorite for AR photography?
1: Oof. sadly, last time, like I was in Japan playing Pokemon Go. Some years ago before the gym metal system, so <laughs> I don't have gym medals oh, from or from all the places I've been, but an air photography started out in when i was I think I was in Jordan, something, but I didn't start actually taking pictures while travelling until later that year. I went to India with my father. Those were my first pictures in the Taj Mahal in the hotel room it was hard. Because uh, we didn't have uh, SIM cards. You have to have a, like an Indian ID to buy a SIM card. Oh, okay. Because they're trying sure. to... For political reasons, you know. And um, But I had a lot of fun in India and I took a lot of pictures. And that started growing my account a lot. Because people were like, wow, these guys suddenly in India taking pictures. and when They were yeah, really, really yeah. basic. Like, I'd invite anyone that would like to see them. You can go in my it just go down 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 all the way and you'll see very very basic pictures i love how like seeing how much i've evolved and you know b- back then you only could take pictures of pokemon you found wild so it was really hard just to like find the pokemon in the right place mm-hmm. but it was a lot of fun different
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and just just for those listening at home, we will absolutely do some plugs and stuff at the end of this interview <laughs> where you can find uh, Pelo and all of his work, which I would recommend you go and check out because it's phenomenal. I just spent like a good couple of hours pouring over it today in preparation for this interview. But back to AR photography, uh, you mentioned that the, the big first trip that you went on to India and all these, these complications and such, uh, but since then, AR photography has really grown with the help of, of Go Snapshot, and it allows you to do a lot of different things. I know we've talked about it on the show a couple of times, um, but the big question that I want to ask you is, how do you set yourself apart from other AR photographers?
1: I see myself as a very versatile photographer I don't stick to one style a lot of people say like oh I'm only doing an pictures. I'm only doing uh, edited pictures I'm only doing whatever and uh, I try to do as much as I can and have as much fun as I can like if I want to have fun and edit the picture I'll do it If I want to make a Pokemon that's not available shiny shiny I'll do it if I just want to keep it natural today I'll do it you know and I think my style really differentiates because I like to put um, a huge accent on the landscape a lot of people put the accent on the pokemon but uh, as i travel I have a lot of fun and save up for my travels and walk around i try to um, take pictures in uh, interesting places and when i do i try to write in the description some things i learned ab- about that place uh, it, whether it's the museum of the louvre i think that's how you pronounce it uh, or the Colosseum, or whatever And really, it's just about having fun and appreciating where I am, trying to connect the knowledge I got from there to whoever's looking at the picture and they can get an augmented value, let's say, from uh, what I've come up with. Not just a picture, it's a picture, a story, an experience, everything.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool because I feel like that kind of gets to a, a core component of what Pokemon Go is. I mean, the, the points of interest, which I suppose are now called way spots. We'll talk about that stuff a little yeah. bit later. But um, I mean, the kind of the idea was, and at least for myself and my wife, when we went to New York uh, in uh, late 2016, a uh, trip together, we used the game and looked at the points of interest and looked at those descriptions and stuff to help us navigate like central park and go to interesting things. Mm -hmm. And I think that your work uh, from what you just described is really kind of in the same spirit, right? It's here's this cool place and juxtaposed with it is this Pokemon that I also think is cool presented in some neat way, but, but ultimately here's the history or something cool about this space uh, that brings this, uh, a new level of value to the, to the picture. Um, that stuff is, is so interesting. And this kind of begs uh, a further question. How do you approach your content? Do you have like a goal when you go out? And when uh, Like, do you leave your house and you're like, hey, I'm going to go make content? Or like, how does how do these opportunities present themselves to you?
1: I'm a very random person. I don't like, uh, like planning stuff. So My girlfriend is the complete opposite, but uh, (laughs) but yeah, I'm a really chill guy and sometimes I'm, you know, laying down or doing some homework and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what if I did this, you know? And I was like, "Mm, okay, I'll 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 think about it and go practice a little bit, uh, see if I can get the shot and maybe think about places, stuff like that. Just have fun with it, really. And uh, mm-hmm. every time I see something cool, it's, it inspires me. No- normally I see a location, I'm like, wow, I really want a Pokemon here. Like, which Pokemon should I choose, right? I just start scrolling sure. down my Pokedex and, uh, or my Shinies or whatever and hoping for the best. Try different poses, angles. Really, it's just having fun, going out, exploring. Sometimes I see a beautiful sunset and I'm, uh, I'm like, wow, this is. I just got to take the picture, you know? Of course, when I go, go out in community days, I always try to take at least one picture for community day. When I go with uh, my community, I try to take pictures of people with their favorite Pokemon from the Sylph up and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun, really. And basically, that's, that's it. Just uh, random, randomly coming up with ideas and uh, trying them okay, out. Okay,
0: yeah. So once you've once you've been struck by like let's say a setting like a sunset for example or like a structure or um, you know whatever it might be, what are some of the things that you look for that might be more conducive to better AR photography?
1: I think placement is one a key one. Like if I can place the Pokemon there, sometimes you get uh, a big uh, place, you know a big explanade. and you can't really put a Pokemon there because it's gonna to be too low, right? Or a tall mm-hmm. building or you you really have to look for somewhere to place the Pokemon in front of what you wanna take a picture of. That's sometimes what I struggle with the most. But I come up with some um pretty interesting methods like using my coat or my backpack, carrying it <laughs> on my I carry it on my arms, and I use it as the floor. So I trick the app, thinking that's the floor, spawn it, and the Pokemon spawns well higher than it's supposed to be. That's a great trick. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, maybe spawning the Pokemon farther away and coming back, you can make the Pokemon look smaller. Stuff like that. It's really just uh, practice and having fun with it. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's the hard part, uh, the placement, mostly.
0: Okay. So then after you've taken the shot and and you're happy with, um, I'm assuming probably like a whole reel of of (laughs) shots and and angles and stuff, right? Um, What sort of editing tools do you you tend to rely on? Like what's your editing process like?
1: I think mostly I go through, I I click a lot of times the the photo button. So I go through like 50 shots and favorite the ones that I like. Then from those choose a, a one a, I I think it's the best. Go to Snapseed. That's my number one thing. It's free. Anyone can download it. iPhone on, or Android. Snapseed's from Google. Just go there. Basically click HDR escape or something. That's that, I think that's what the tool is called. Sometimes makes it uh, look a little bit more realistic. More crispy. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Pokemon doesn't actually look like it's stuck there. When I want to do crazy edits, I've gotten some great uh, people that have taught me how to use Photofox, like JC who was here uh, once, and some other friends in the Air Photography, Ash Ketchup, and others. Like I think we all help each other to learn new things. And of course, there's a lot of other apps, but those are the main ones. Most people use in air photography those
0: two. Okay, so you do all of your editing like from conception to finished product on your phone?
1: Yes, definitely. That's what I do. I think a handful of people do PC edits like Photoshop stuff. But um, Mm -hmm. That's not my style at all. I think I've never learned how to do that. (laughs) And uh, I don't think I would do it because part of playing Pokemon Go outside is having the outside experience and having your phone to go. It's really like my way of editing you know everything's on the go you know, it's fun practical sure
0: yeah it kind of matches the the spontaneity of your creative process i think that that's that's pretty great okay so you you talked uh about your traveling and stuff like that before we hit the record button earlier you talked about uh, you had uh, such a, a unique opportunity when you've been traveling recently to to brussels uh, yes. You mentioned the, the AR fam. So can you explain for those listening at home what that <laughs> is, why that's so wonderful, in your experience with that?
1: I think the AR fam is the uh, thing that keeps me playing. Basically, this group of people in Instagram, or anywhere, really, the augmented reality fam, augmented reality family, like this, this group of people, we take AR pictures, we start talking in DMs and stuff, and all of a sudden this chat appeared. I don't know who made it. I don't remember yet. But uh, I don't remember anymore. But this chat appeared, and we all started chatting together in this DM group, and we become real close friends. Really, we've helped each other That's a lot. Awesome. Yeah, and we also have a Discord group run by Mortal Mortal Adventures. Basically, I I think of the Air Fam anyone that takes AR pictures, and wants to, you know, have fun with it. But yeah, and uh, I got to meet some members of the Air Fam. Uh, I noticed that there were. I was doing a Europe trip. I was going to be in Amsterdam and then going to Paris. And of course, Belgium is a country between the Netherlands and France. And I was like, Uh "Whoa, maybe I should visit. And I know some people from Belgium. Like there's this crazy thing that there's a lot of air photographers from Florida and a lot of air photographers from California and a lot from Belgium. I don't know why, but um, there's a lot of air photographers in Belgium and... Basically contacted uh, Ash, Lugia Master, ARKG, uh, Pogo Arcaje, which is, uh, her name's Anna, and uh, Toto Letici, she recently met Trainer Tips. And she's from Prague. And she decided to fly over with us. And we all made a cool little meetup. And basically, I got a tour guide from some people from Belgium in Brussels. And we all played Pokemon Go together, and we took some pictures together. You can see those pictures in my profile, their profile. And it's basically something amazing, because I met these people online by creating. And we became real friends, and we met each other from the other side of the world. We we managed to do something really, really cool, that I think uh, a lot of Pokemon Go people relate, because meeting people and friends... In real life that uh, you never thought you'd meet something amazing about this game
0: oh absolutely yeah i think that's that's a core tenant of pokemon go it's it's getting up and going but it's also this this community aspect because it brings us all together in the outside space i mean uh, go fest is is like that um did you have the opportunity to attend uh, any go fests
1: oh yeah so um i of course, the first one, I was like, I really want to go. Oh, you were there too? No, I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't. No. Oh, but, uh, okay,
0: okay. I really wanted to <laughs> you go. Didn't, you <laughs> didn't really miss a lot, trust yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> but I still
1: missed out on my viewpoint. But like, sure. I sure. told my father I wanted to go and he was like, no, there's no way. And I, I I, didn't work back then. So I didn't have personal money. Normally, now I travel with my money, the money I save up. But um sure. He was like, You're crazy, you're gonna go play video games somewhere else. Why are you gonna pay all this money to play video games? And I was like, what like, that's not it, you know? Like this is something else. This is something special. He didn't believe mm-hmm. me. You know? Next year I was like, yo, I'm I'm going to this. Like, I don't care. I was working, and I was like, Dad, are you gonna help me out? And he was like, No. And I was like, Okay, that's cool. I'm still going. And um, I paid my my everything. I paid everything and um I was like with my dad's, with my parents' support or not, I'm going. Like, I want to do right. something I really want to do. And it's my chance in life. 2018 had a lot of fun. Really, really helped me out grow a little more. A lot of people started noticing that I was going to live events and stuff. I got to, I got re- recognized <laughs> there by some people. And I, I don't know. I just, Office or oh, something how is, else?
0: How was that experience for the first time? Right? I mean, other than like in an international space, just random people you didn't mean to meet, <laughs> they they acknowledged you and, and recognized you. That's they, they a, are... I'm sure that's a <laughs> surreal experience, right? I mean,
1: yeah, but the funny part is that they didn't really recognize me. They recognized uh, uh, my girlfriend. They were like, "Oh, are oh. you Pillow polo? <laughs> 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 and, uh, and she was like, "No, but he is in like I'm. I heard his girlfriend. I'm, I'm in the picture something. And we just started laughing. But I am... Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a, a couple of guys. and, and They were uh, really nice. And, um, of course, I had a blast. And next year, 2019, my father saw that I really wanted to go. And he helped me out a bit. Not not too much. Of course, I paid the rest of my trip. I played my flight tickets, sure. everything. But uh, he supported me, you know, like just... uh with the support of your family. I think it's a change of heart. It's, it's really m- much better. And uh, I got some tickets. I didn't win the lottery actually. So I, I didn't have tickets. And um, I got, Niantic provided me and Laddie tickets for early access for Sunday. Um, and we're super thankful for that. I When I received them, I like had this amazing feeling that I was making like my dream come true. That was actually one of my goals when I started the page. I was like, if I ever get contacted by Niantic, I'm freaking out. And uh, it happened. Yeah, oh, like, for sure. Dreams yeah. come true, you know? If you have fun and you work hard. And yeah. we had a, a blast, really a blast. And I think...
0: That's incredible.
1: Live events are the, the best. I think it's like my favorite aspect of the game, definitely.
0: Oh, yeah, I I won't disagree with you there. I absolutely adore live events as well. Uh, Well, next year, we'll we'll have to meet up. Hopefully it's in Chicago again, or maybe hopefully it'll be a little bit closer for you. Maybe a a midpoint. I was actually
1: (laughs) going to say, 2020, Safarizone, Mexico, hear my words. It's going to happen.
0: That'd be awesome. That would be really, really great. I'd love to see
1: you here. I'll take you for some tacos and everything. Have oh fun. sweet! Okay, yeah. <laughs> you just you
0: had me you had me at tacos. I'm I'm down. <laughs> so you did mention your social media presence uh, throughout our conversation so far, and uh, it's it's a huge part of any AR photographer uh, because it's a, it's a platform for you to to share your content. Uh, So how does social media impact the work that you do? Does it change the way that you approach uh, making, uh, taking your photos, uh, your art in general? What does social media mean for you?
1: So social media for me is just a platform to share my stuff with people, everyone wants to, of course, give a a little time to see what I do, but it really doesn't change a lot the way I make stuff. Sometimes I I think of like okay maybe right now the new Pokemon's are out and a lot of people will like to see the new new Pokemon in an air photo so I go out looking for it but mainly I just use it as a platform to share and to meet people and have fun.
0: That's great. I mean uh, I th- I think it's really awesome that uh, it, it's so it's 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 big right I mean fifteen point one thousand followers big but I, I think it's so neat that you, you don't. But it doesn't impact the art, right? The art impacts the social media presence. Of course, rather. of
1: course. I, I I am really thankful about that and even if I had much less followers or much more, I'd still just, you know, use it for fun because that's that's what it is. It's my hobby and I like doing it, you know?
0: Absolutely. One of the other aspects of the social media accounts that you've got going on, in particular Instagram though as well, is that uh you host and run uh contests and such on there yeah do you want to want to go into that a little bit because uh you you really go you really go hard into it right i mean it it, like most of your recent posts have something to do with uh the contest in some aspect either recognition for other people um, or information about it and stuff so uh you want to talk about that a little bit
1: i love running contests giveaways everything i think number one reason i'm uh I've I've succeeded so much in social media. It's not because I'm the best of the best. Like I would never call myself that because there's a lot of great people that that should have as much or even more attention than me. But what has helped me a lot is collaboration. When when I go out, uh, talk to people in DMs and tell them, you know, we should collab. We should make something together. We should make a contest. We should uh, help each other out. That's that's really what helped helped me out a lot and um, gave giveaways everything and in March of this year, I made one of the biggest, I think, I think the biggest contest I've, I've ever seen for Go Snapshot. That's not official, of course. And mm-hmm. I made a huge bracket in Excel for 160-something people. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, and, and we did wow. the voting through Instagram stories. So in my story, you just go there and you could see the pictures and you could vote like red or green. It was one-on-one. And whoever won that, um, well, got to the next round. And it was an elimination bracket. And we had three winners. One was uh, a guy from Canada. One was, the second place was Ken Ken, who I actually met in Japan. He's uh, an amazing air photographer. And the third place was from a guy from Brazil. I sent some postcards to all of them. And now, as of this week... I've just made the second Go Snapshot contest on my page, and I hope it's big. It's even bigger than that. If you want to join, just hashtag Go Snapshot Contest number two. Just Go Snapshot Contest two. Yeah, one entry per person. No editing. It's a lot of fun, really, for me to uh, like make it, see people's pictures, get to know new profiles, meeting new people, everything. It just helps out my growth, everyone's growth, and uh, I love I love doing all these things. So yeah, I do them often.
0: That's awesome. Uh, and again, uh, we'll we'll put all the plugs at the end of the show if you're interested in learning more about the previous contest, this gigantic one that, that Pella was talking about, and if you were looking forward to uh, maybe potentially making a submission to this new one that he's running as well. But okay, let's move on from AR photography and talk about your apparent second love recently <laughs> around Pokemon Go. I'm I'm talking about Wayfarer. Now, Wayfair has been out in Mexico for how long now? Well, I don't know. Do you remember? Like, for me, the days went by so fast because
1: I was so oh, into sure. it that yeah. I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, how sure. It. I mean,
0: I, I think it came out, like, the Wayfair proper, because uh, you guys you guys have had Pokestop submissions for a while, right? Yeah, for, since 2018. Yeah, well, that's that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, Wayfair proper, I believe, rolled out to Mexico, I want to say, a couple of weeks ago. Maybe yeah, think, two or three I weeks think ago. last
1: week, maybe Thursday. I think it was Thursday.
0: Oh, jeez. I think okay. it was um, well. <laughs> October
1: 19th or something. I, I don't really
0: know. Oh my like, gosh, that yeah, that's a lot more recent. Of course, for Pokemon Go, because it was two
1: weeks, like you're saying, for Ingress. But Pokemon Go access was, like, I think... This weekend, like before the weekend.
0: Okay, gotcha. Well, again, even this window being so small that this this makes this next question uh, that much more impressive. Uh, last time we spoke, while we were trying to figure out a time to, to do this interview the past couple of days, you mentioned that you had reviewed over 1,200 way spots.
1: Yes. <laughs> right now, I think I'm number? at uh, 1,500. But, oh, my um, gosh, Pelo. Oh, my gosh. 1,463. So.
0: That's that's incredible. Yeah. Okay, what what do you like so much about Wayfair?
1: Just feels like I'm doing something that helps the community, honestly. I got okay. 326 waste spots accepted, which that means basically that I think that means that 326 I've I've uh, graded 326 waste spots that actually have become a portal in ingress or a Pokestop, stop, which is which is just outstanding from in 3 4 days of of a Wayfair um, being out or five, I don't know, and um, yeah. I actually got one of my nominations accepted. So I feel like it's it's beneficial for me and for people around me. So I do it just for fun, really.
0: Okay, that's that's really awesome. Still, I mean, I don't care how much you like it, man. That's an impressive number. That's a, a, an absolute crazy number of of waste spots that you've reviewed. But okay, so we understand that you love the the process and the program. Um, but now, since you, you – I think you're probably the only person I've met that's into it as much as you are, but you also seem to be now the person that's most qualified to answer the question. Yeah. What, uh, how do you feel it could be improved?
1: Improved? Oh, that's yeah. a good question. never thought about this because I, I see it as such an improvement.
0: Well, actually, what, before that, why don't you kind of break down what it's like to review a waste Spot? What's, what's the process?
1: First of all, you log in with your Google or Facebook account. You take a little tutorial, which has a little video, and then you take a little quiz. And if you pass, they let you start reviewing, which is really fast. Like, I thought I was going to go through a whole process. Oh, it was pretty easy. I think you got to be level 40 Pokemon Go and or 10 in Ingress, of course,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: 12, I, I don't, I think, it's, I believe
0: it's 10. I believe it's 10.
1: And basically, you just start clicking review, and they show you a picture, and you're like, oh, should this be a poke stop? If it's a beautiful fountain, I'll click five stars out of five. No? Then I'll see the sure. description, if it, if it has, like, selling mistakes and stuff. Five out of five. If it's perfect, historical, cultural significance, five out of five. Normally, for, for fountains, it's almost always 5 out of 5 there, 5 out of 5 in Visually Unique, five out, of 5 out of 5 in Safe Access, if it's in a park, if it's you know where somewhere you can walk. And then you have this category which says, what is it? Of course, I write Fountain, there's a lot of categories. Sometimes you find some, some stuff that you're like, where should I put it? You'll find your way out and um, a little map that shows you the satellite view or or the street view. There you have to grade how accurate the location is. And if it's not accurate, you can change it. So um, that's basically it. And I've done that a lot of times. uh, Almost
0: 1,500 times, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, then what what aspect of that do you feel could could be improved? Is there, like, usability, maybe with uh, replacing the stops, uh, frequency, like, maybe uh, focus on local ones?
1: If you have, like, a good instructional article about what is a pokestop and what is not that'd be great because sometimes uh ingress players think this is not supposed to be a pokestop and we're like yo, maybe it should you know it's a beautiful mural they're like oh but nantic said two years ago that murals are not supposed to be pokestops or gazebos are not to be supposed to be pokestops and i'm like dude like that's a great cultural thing in mexico you know a, a gazebo they use it for music and everything. I think mm-hmm. it definitely should be a Pokestop. They're normally in parks and everything. No? But uh, yeah, if they could basically put a a little article for Ingress and Pokemon Go so we could all really know what uh, which should be a Pokestop, which things should be Pokestops and which not. The best thing they have is a showcase. They, you click on showcase and you have three examples. So right now we have a house of culture, which is basically a museum a little mexican shrine with the virgin mary and a fountain and they're like this is a beautiful example of a cultural or historic landmark just just three examples uh, like we need more i think sure. everyone needs more because uh, you you get to see a lot of different things here and you're like Should that be a
0: waste book that makes a lot of sense i think they came out with a, a real nice uh article that kind of outlined a bit about like what their expectations were about what would make a good point of interest when they were talking about opr oh, um course. the open portal i don't remember what the name of the or something uh, i know what the OPR, r stands yes. for yeah uh for for ingress but uh, i i've also dabbled in the Wayfarer program i was able to log in and review some stuff i just can't make nominations yet um and i think i would 100 percent agree with you the showcase definitely needs some more examples because it's just cursory like three examples is good but it's a good start if anything else i 100 percent agree
1: the problem was that when we got uh pokestop nominations here in mexico we got a little article by pokemon go live what makes a good pokestop and some things there uh, clashed against the um, article that English players had, so that's that's where the oh, little clash started. They were I like, see. "Oh, well, Pokemon Go Live says this should be a Pokestop," and they were like, "Well, these are portals, so I don't care what Pokemon Go Live says." And there was this little <laughs> clash in Mexico, and and everyone was like, "Yo, like, I'm submitting things that should be Pokestops," and people and English players were like, "No, you know," but we're like a community more than twenty times bigger. So now that we have access to this. Now they have to get off their high horse and say, okay, we we have to come to terms to work together as players of the same uh, platform.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So speaking of that, and with somebody that's had more than 300 nominations approved or or ones that you've had a hand in approving, have you noticed a change in your community after the introduction of Wayfair and Wayspot submissions?
1: I have definitely, honestly, uh, a big, big change. There's some people that said, oh my god, there's two new gyms and five new Pokestops in my area and there used to be nothing. And that's what really talks about that this platform is the future of Pokemon Go. This platform might help us stop spoofing. Like, if there is a place to play for people, there's no reason to spoof. So this might be a great way of letting people have an actual place to play, you know, like something that's worth going to out to grind something that's something closer than the reality for big cities in first world countries
0: absolutely yeah well you've, well, you've got me very excited about this being fully introduced uh, especially up here in the states um and in, in the coming months here because it's supposed to roll out to everybody before the end of the year and it's already wow the end of october so the the, the clock is ticking right so
1: yeah. <laughs> well i'd love to see it roll out for everyone I, they have to do it
0: Yes. I it's it seems like such an excellent program and to hear uh somebody like you that is so like wasted deep into it like almost 1500 deep which is still blowing my mind just sitting here. It's it's really heartening to hear. It's, um so thank you for your service I suppose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so okay, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here. Um, but I have one question. Actually, I've got two questions I need to ask you before we before we part ways. One is the one we ask everybody when we do standalone interviews: What is your favorite Pokemon and why?
1: Tauros. That's why uh, because I think it's just a beautiful Pokemon. It looks like the American buffalo, and, and I remember that episode where Ash was like, "Tauros, I choose you," and there was like thirty Tauroses. I was like, wow, oh, that's yeah. what Taros can do, you know? Like, I was so amazed when I was little. I was like, wow, I want a Taros, you know? I love it. I just, I just think it's a underrated Pokemon. It's beautiful, the design, everything. I wish it was good for PvP so I could use it uh, more often. I hope I get a shiny when I when I go back to the US sometime.
0: Yeah, uh, well, they're here. They're here in droves. So <laughs> trust me, you have plenty of opportunity to to grab one. Uh, and then, secondly, before we do all the plugs and we say our goodbyes here, what sort of big goal do you have for yourself moving forward, whether it's in game or AR photography focused or even another Wayfarer milestone? What's what's on the horizon for you?
1: For me, I think it will be going to more events, more live events. I'm uh, trying to save up thanks to Patreon. Everyone, if somebody from Patreon is hearing me, I just am so thankful. I'm saving up. I'm saving up all the money from Patreon. I haven't spent one cent. It's all going to my Japan or Asia GoFest ticket or Dortmund or something other than Chicago because Chicago I'm probably paying for myself. I'm just really, 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 really shooting for going to all the summer events. That's my real. That's my goal. Oh wow! It's meeting all as right. many people, having as much fun, getting to meet the beautiful countries and cities everything
0: that's awesome i think that's a really great goal a lot of people are mostly just like you know whenever we talk to people out in events and stuff like that when they have a goal that's usually game focused like oh i want to hit 40 times two or i'm trying to get shinies of every single you know uh, starter pokemon or or whatever uh (laughs) but i think yeah having a travel based uh an event attendance goal is is quite unique and i wish you the best of luck and hope to run into you at at one or two if not more of these events yeah that'd be really cool Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Pelo, for for joining us. And, and on the way out here, I would like for you to plug all the places that people can find you, your awesome AR photography, and uh, how they can get involved with your contest.
1: Oh, yeah. At Pelo Pogo. That's P-E-L-O-P-O-G-O. So that's Pelo, my nickname, and Pogo as Pokemon Go. And um, that's on Instagram. That's the main thing. On Twitter, I have like two followers but i still uh, work on it and facebook too same thing like 200 followers but or likes it's all the same content and it's all a way to reach me mostly in instagram if you send me a message i'm there all the time and for the contest you just hashtag go snapshot contest the number two like you write the number two that's it you just on one picture
0: not edited and there you go is that only on uh, Instagram, or can people do it on Facebook and or Twitter?
1: Instagram, just Instagram, because voting is gonna be through Instagram. Oh, so, gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great way to have uh, things organized for me. I'll have to go through all the pictures, download them, uh, find the username tag, everything. But uh, yeah, yeah. If you don't have an Instagram account and you'd like to participate, I do take in a special requests. So just shoot me a DM or a message, a message through Twitter or something. I'll download your picture. And that, this is what I did actually for JC. And I'll just keep it in the on the folder and keep it safe. And then November 1st, all entries are due. And I'll start the voting rounds as soon as possible. I, of course, have to m- make the huge bracket. I'm looking into sure, yeah. some software, but yeah. That's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I hope a lot of people participate, and we can make it the largest non-official Snapshot contest.
0: If it isn't already, my goodness. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, well, thank you so much again for, for joining me uh, to talk about Wayfair and AR photography. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you, Pelo. Well,
1: thanks for the invitation, Chris, and, and thanks for all the casters that took their time to listen, and uh, I'll be sure to share this with uh, my family, which will be will be very proud <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome okay great hi hi family hope you're doing well <laughs> all right well thank you listener uh for for joining us uh today i suppose actually it's it's tonight where i'm at you know wh- whatever the time is that's the beauty of podcasting it's where you are and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one bye-bye